Hey, we're live. Yeah. Here, are we recording little, too? Yeah, I, we're recording. I had to rip it out of the video last week and that was that was shitty. Um, sorry, we're running a little late. We actually ran way over on our contact video, our podcast. How long did that end up being, man? I don't know. It, it felt like it two must have been two hours. hours. Yeah. Jesus. We talked for two hours. We talked for longer than the movie itself about the movie. There are a lot of questions. No, no. The movie's long. The Is movie's it? like two and a half hours. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but no, that was but the, the, unexpected. It raises a lot of questions. It yep. doesn't provide many answers. So we had this. We we decided that like okay, if we got to twelve fifteen, mm. we'd cut things off because that would give us time to run to Burrito Town and eat and all that. And then like I just completely lost track of time. So yeah, me too. I looked down and it's twelve fifty five, and I'm like, oh well, let's just finish this up. Um. Anyway, the Q and A app is on. Uh, we have a couple things we could talk about. Uh, I went sailing with my dad last week, weekend. Sailing, huh? Yeah, he's got like a 12-foot sailboat. And I've always wanted to. One of my favorite book series of all times is the you know, Patrick O'Brien, Master and Commander. You might have seen the movie with Russell Crowe a while back. And I've, I've been wanting to sail ever since then. It was my first opportunity to do it. And now like I'm ate up with it. Did you have any cannons on board? I did not. God damn it. My butthole. Was the only only thing capable it was of firing, firing off, off every yeah. twenty minutes? It totally was. We capsized. You dropped a broadside clune, <laughs> a sea monster. <laughs> I did I did? Perfect storm that shit. We uh, my it's only the second time my dad had added out on the water, and I had me, oh. my son, and him, and we capsized like three different times. Capsize like flip the fucking thing. Yeah, because we're like how run. Do you how do you flip a? So, how big so is this boat? It's twelve feet long. And it's probably got a mass wow. twenty two feet high. I would say. How do you flip something like well, that I'll tell over? You. So, so the sa- the wind is hitting the sail. Uh-huh. So that's how this works, right? It's like, um, wait, sailboats operate with wind. I had no idea. Yeah, the 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 the, the wind hits the sail, yeah. and there's like this big like knife shaped thing that sticks in the water underneath the boat because sure. it just wants to push you over. Mm-hmm. Instead, it pushes you sideways. That wing underwater makes you go forward. It translates that sideways motion into that. Is that what they call tacking? So yeah, so to fly up into the wind, you have to go at an angle and then turn around. Because you'll eventually hit the shore. You got to turn around and kind of zigzag up into the wind. Huh. That turning is where it gets you. Because <laughs> if bet. you don't do it right, the wind gets you at this really unfavorable angle and you don't have the sails and the rudder right and the wind just fucking pushes you over. That's not the thing I'm worried about. The thing I'm worried about is it, it can be tough to get back into a fucking kayak or canoe when you're in the water and it's upside down. How do you do that with a 12-foot sailboat? So here's how you do it. You actually... You cling to the side of the boat, and you you know I talk, talk that big dagger thing that's on the side. You stand on that like a big lever and just lean back, and it pulls the whole thing back. Now, once it's upright, huh. you get it pointed into this, the wind, so it doesn't like blow blow over again. And then it's it's a much larger boat, so it's a lot more stable. Yeah. Like yeah. what I did with my dad is I held on to one side of the boat while he climbed in, and then he leaned over. So it's like you kind of like if you're if you're by yourself, I guess you just climb in the back of the boat because there's no way you're flipping it over backwards. <laughs> but no, it was it was it was fun. It was fun, and we got way wow. the hell away from the dock, and then we had to beat back up into the wind. It took us like I don't know. It took us like 15 minutes to get to this bridge that we wanted to go to, and a good two and a half hours to get back, capsizing and flipping, and like everything goes to shit. Like you know, flip flops and hats and sunglasses <laughs> go everywhere, and yeah. And my my son's freaking the fuck out every time. Does it have like a? 
I imagine there's no cabin on a 12 foot. Oh boat. God, no! You have a like you a, have a hole where you put your feet. D- does it have like a storage compartment no, in the hole anywhere? No, no, no. It's a fl- it's a it's, so it's a perfectly flat surface. The, hmm. the first front half of it is just a fully enclosed fiberglass thing, yeah. flat deck. The back half is there's a hole cut in it, and it doesn't have any way to get water in there. It's like a completely sealed, like a bat, like a bathtub toy is what it is. Okay. But there's a bat where you can sit like two people on each side. Honestly, it was crowded. Like two grown men is about all it can hold. Jack kind of like sat on the mast. And, gotcha. Um, but like two people is the max and like even a cooler. I don't think you'd do a cooler. This is just go race on the water and then you're done and then you get off the water and you're done. Yeah, see, I've been on power boats before. It's nothing like that. I'm getting that. I'm starting to understand that. But here's the thing, man. Because, like, power boats, they got a fucking cabin with a bed, at least on the, like, 20-plus footers that I've been on. But here's the thing, and here's the problem, Mm -hmm. um, is, like, just like... There's been a couple instances where I've always dreamed of doing something, and then when I finally did it, it was even better than I thought, mm. like sex, riding a motorcycle, this uh, fucking thing. Like when you got that one moment where you found a perfect angle of sail and you've got your hand on the tiller and it's got like vibrating with the speed and you're throwing a big wave and there's no like power. It's just like you just harness the power of the fucking wind. Mm-hmm. It's pretty incredible. It's pretty right. fucking cool. You feel like a master and a commander. I did. I did. <laughs> uh, I, f- I felt like a second rate second mate because suddenly I became an eight year old and my dad Is became a... my dad and were harsh, yeah, wor- yeah. harsh words were exchanged at some of these capsizing points. That sounds about right. Yeah. I can imagine. Like, Is, is that a term? Second rate second mate? I think, well, so second rate. Is that from. So I actually know the answer to this. Do you, do you want to know? Yeah, I do. Ratings were how big your boat was. Okay. Like a first rate ship of the line is like the big hundred cannon. Galaxy class. And you go back to second rate, third rate, fourth rate, fifth rate. Sixth rate was the smallest boat that was actually rated. Anything uh, that's actually ship. Sorry. Anything smarter than that was just a boat. Like, you know, you might as well be a fucking rowboat as far as a, a captain is considered. In fact, you didn't even need to be a captain. You could be a commander. And 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 have a sloop or one a brig or one of those other smaller ships, but yeah, all right. No, it was super fun. I hmm. I thought that was uh, like I said, I, I I can't stop thinking about sailing now. I want to have to get one of these little dinghies. They're it's surprisingly affordable. My dad bought that thing for five hundred bucks, trailer 500? and everything. Five hundred bucks, trailer and everything. Yeah, had the sa- kind yeah. of big money you're making on this podcasting venture, right? If I save up like a year and a half, I could probably pull the trigger on that. Probably so. Yeah, you came back talking about, oh, I want to get a sailboat in the next year. I'm like, that's going to be $20,000, man. You're not going to have that kind of money. Yeah, if you want to get like a 40-foot one. But yeah, I guess if they're 500 bucks. But like, sure. there's like, I like, boats the price in the 25-foot like and under range, like, and you can even get cabins in those. Like, they're really, like, eye-openingly affordable. Now, wow. they're still boats, which they're going to be a pain in the ass. You got to fix a bunch of shit. And like, that's what everybody says about yeah, owning yeah, a yeah. boat. Is it's kind of like owning a plane. You have to kind of be ready to spend a couple hundred bucks a year to keep it and 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 especially and do with a power with boat i and, hear the like the fuel oh, cost yeah. on a power boat is just yeah beyond most people yeah not only that but like same thing with motorcycles um the tendency when you have a power boat is you're just flogging the shit out of it like i don't i don't drive yeah, my motorcycle the way i drive the, wave. the the vibe like you know i'm on my motorcycle it's like stop sign the red line every single time and i'm just ringing the yeah. nuts off that thing I feel like the same thing with boats. Like when you're a powerboat, you're pulling skiers and you're wanting to go fast and nobody is just like you're hopping waves, easy. right? Yeah, just, yeah. 
going that, crazy that, that shit thing. is going to break you know when you're doing stuff like that you're going to break stuff so yeah. imagine if you got a like a the honda civic version of a boat it's pretty fucking amazing though i went out on lake michigan in a powerboat and got to sit just on i don't, I don't even know what it's called is it the bow the front of the boat yep got to sit on the front of the boat going like i don't know it must have been 30 miles an hour hopping these waves it's yeah once you fucking what, once you get on plane it's, it's amazing cool. and that's the thing about the sail is like you you don't go as fast but mm-hmm. like we're probably going 15 16 miles an hour but you're when you're going that fast you're healed over like 45 degrees <laughs> and you're like leaning way over and it's like uh, this organic thing it's you like, feel like you're like, part of the boat yeah, yeah same way in a motorcycle like i what i've always enjoyed about that is the leaning into the curve and like feeling all the geometry and the physics coming together it's kind of the sensation i got going kayaking yeah you know such a small boat finally got you kayak feels very personal yeah i've been twice this summer and what's your what's your feelings on kayaking i love it man yeah i love it i so i went canoeing one time um i've been i've been canoeing a lot actually and i went one time where we had also a kayak on the trip and i sat in the kayak and i was like i don't feel like i have any control i'm kind of sliding out over here and just didn't like it at all um yeah. and I, I spent like five minutes in it and got out immediately uh, for some reason, coming back around to it, it feels a lot better. Well, I think there's like a lot of different types of kayaks too. Like if you, I don't know, like if yeah. they put you in a whitewater kayak, it's probably like I, unstable so shit. Like we, the first time I took you kayaking, I was super annoyed because they put us in these shitty old kayaks because they'd oversold their day and mm-hmm. they didn't track where shit. As soon as you stopped actively paddling, you just started turning like sideways into the river, Yeah, which means like. You know, the ones we did the the other weekend, they track nice. Like, you get a nice burst of speed and kind of keep that going and even take your paddle out, and you kept tracking along. But those things are just, like, super – like, I can see it being annoying. But now that I've been on a kayak, there's no way I'm going back to canoe. I have yeah. to fight with a second person and where I'm going? No. It's, Fuck that And it's shit. too much fun just going over, you know, even tiny rapids mm-hmm. in a kayak. You get a couple of decent – you know six inch waves yeah and you're like oh hell yeah this is amazing versus a canoe where you kind of don't even feel it right you know? so next week we are doing something we've never done before we're going on a joint vacation mm-hmm. yeah I mean, like i don't consider uh, going se- several other people i don't consider going like on paxes and stuff like that because you've got like some structure that you you're there to do and like you know whatever yeah um we're more free form. I, I've, I've evangelized this Beaver Island thing, and I've, I've got several of my friends going, including you. Um, we're going to look into written kayaks up there. An all-day kayak, yeah, man. Are you interested in kayaking across to one of the other islands? I think it's like a Crossing mile two and a miles half. of open water on Lake Michigan. Yeah. Sounds interesting. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm a little more apprehensive about the open water thing, because I, like, I don't know what the currents are. Like, yeah. can you get sucked out? To see in Lake Michigan, no, I don't <laughs> like, think so. I don't even know. My biggest fear is like the problem comes from the the unknown, right? Like yeah. I just don't know. Like what happens if a storm blows in and now because Lake Michigan like now six to eight foot chop, brutal in a kayak. How do you deal with? that? I don't think you do. I, I think, think you, you just swim. <laughs> I, I think you just don't go out if it's going to be like that. Yeah, but I don't know that I'm smart enough and to know. If you get caught in it, I think you just hope that your life vest is going to stay on you and keep you afloat. Yeah, I don't think because because the thing is, there's a coast guard cutter like a mile away from it. I don't think we're like talking about dying here. It's more of just like having a really bad time. He's going to be cast away. Am I going to end up on <laughs> an island with yeah. a soccer ball? Yep. Yep. I'm going to in sight of civilization. You just never can get I'm there. I'm going to come back and not understand how to reintegrate into bald move five years from now. 
Hmm. You're going to have moved so, on. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's play this. Let's let's ride our own little castaway here. <laughs> so you're on Beaver Island. You kayak yep. across the Garden Islands, two miles across the shore, and you get stuck. You get shipwrecked there. Yeah, <laughs> shipwreck. My kayak springs a leak. And let's say that no one ever goes to Garden Island for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Like you know, just there's no point. So it's like it, you might not ever get a ship there. At what point? Because you you can see civilization. At what point do you just swim across the channel? Pretty fucking quickly. Really? Like <laughs> within a I, day? Before I like dehydrate. And, well, actually, you can't you dehydrate can out there. Yeah. You drink the water. You'd it's not like it's sh- an ocean. You probably shit your guts out for a while, but... Uh, you'll, you'll figure it out. You can you know, build Be- like, before one of those sand I, filters. Before I die of malnutrition, certainly. So within... I don't know. I mean, I don't even wait until malnutrition starts hitting. I go like day two. When you're strongest? Yeah. Okay. All right. I think you're right. Like that if would I be, can see land... Dude, that's a hell of a swim. A mile and a half in open water? Sure. I mean, it's not going to be easy, but it's going to be easier <laughs> if I go sooner rather Plus than later, Presumably, right? you'd have a life jacket, so you wouldn't yeah. have to like actively swim the whole way across. And I, I know that I made There's it there no in sharks. a kayak, so I'm like, yeah. I could probably make it there swimming. Okay. I'm a good swimmer. Okay. So, I mean, we did the 10-mile kayak, but of course it was downstream. I feel like... It, yeah, yeah. My, my big thing is like if it's... If a storm whips up or we have a tailwind and we're like, oh, we went across two miles, no big deal. So we fuck around an island, wear ourselves out, and then we're beating, we're trying to kayak in a stiff headwind. Yeah. Like that, you know, and you just physically get too tired or you wear yourself out. I think maybe I wait till the following morning. You know, I'm like, okay, I don't know how long it's going to take me, but if I give myself a full day, I go at sunrise. So you like camp over there. I, I just camp out that night and I, I wake up at sunrise and I go. Mm-hmm. Which isn't very realistic for me. Supposedly, I don't, I don't the, wake up at sunrise. Supposedly, the Department of Wildlife or some kind of agency like that in Michigan has put survival shelters along all these uninhabited islands. Maybe I never come back then. <laughs> Why would I? <laughs> Robinson Crusoe. Yeah, it. fuck it. If they're gonna give me food and shelter, but it does. Yeah, it has like it has like po- it's like a concrete <laughs> bunker that has potable water. Yeah, um, gonna have to find another co-host because I'm not coming. Back. <laughs> There's no electricity or internet or or that's fine. Like that, but that's okay, fine. you're gonna be Jim Caruso. I'll just grow it. a beard and get a loincloth. Um, I'm good. Something else I want to talk about. But let's see. It looks like we might have some uh, questions here that I want to get to. West Steven says, "Were you guys able to catch the first part of Show Me a Hero? I did yes. not. Like you did the first, the first two episodes. Yeah. Holy, that's okay. You're the trailblazer here. What do you think? Uh, I like the core part of that thing. Give me the little... give me the pitch on that because this is completely off my radar. It's on HBO. You don't know anything right? about it. It's on HBO, right? So it's uh, yeah, it's on HBO. How have I not seen an advertisement? I've watched True Detective. It's I've been a David the Simon Brink. joint. How did I not see this? I heard something. Yo, Dude, I don't this know. This is what show. This is right up show your alley. and I were playing Destiny the other night. He asked me about this. He's like, "Did you?" He didn't say, "Show me here." He said, "Did you see the new David Simon project?" I'm like, "Fuck, yeah. I didn't even know about it." Okay, yeah. so it's um. It takes place, I think, sometime in the 80s. I'm not certain about the time period. But it's basically about this new mayor um, who comes in right as they are discussing these housing projects that are going to be moved for, you know, civil rights reasons, legal reasons, um, segregation reasons into other districts in Yonkers, New York. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's kind of, the public is up in arms and they're very angry about this, the, the public being, you know, the white people in their respective communities being angry about these low income housing going in. Um, and he's got to deal with this as the new mayor. Hmm. And it's, I don't care about the side stories yet. Like they've got this thing where this lady from the Dominican Republic, like 
has these children and she goes back to the DR yeah. and talks with the husband and like he doesn't want to support the kids. I don't I don't fucking care about that. Um, it's also got people. Most Simon joints are people, slow burns, though. They are, yeah. And so I'm hoping in the next two parts, we'll he'll wrap that back around and we'll understand why we sh- we're supposed to care. Um, and I have a feeling that like the people, there's another side story with people in the low income housing that currently exist outside of the white zones, hmm. um, where you know they're they're caught up in drugs and like there's there's one girl from a more affluent area uh-huh. um who kind of has a sister who is into that stuff and she's visiting her and she's kind of getting hooked up with this guy who's already in the drug stuff and so is this is a three-part miniseries i think it's four parts and the first one was an hour long the the first two are out right now yeah and they're both an hour long shit i'm gonna have to watch that tonight yeah you need to check it out because i think it would be right up your alley okay david simon yeah i never i never saw stuff. treme I saw I, an epi- I saw a couple episodes, but it came out. It was in the middle of its run when I had just kind of like discovered the wire. Um, yeah. And then like a lot of people like, I don't know. It's like the people that were fans of it were very passionate fans. Um, but it has it, a cool setting. I mean, it New is Orleans a very cool setting, but I don't feel like it's knowledge. got as and most people say it's not as a compelling narrative as like the wire or the corner or generation kill. And I think that's true of show me a hero as well. Hmm. I think the the plight of Baltimore is more compelling, in my opinion, than a bunch of low income housing being put in a bunch of white neighborhoods in Yonkers. Right, but it's interesting. But it's it's still cool, yeah. It's interesting. Um, so there you go, Wes. Um, I might have more of an opinion on that next week. We're actually probably the week after next. We'll have a little bit of a bald move TV action because the Brink is going to be finishing up. Ballers, uh, Ballers going to be finishing up. Uh, I thought hero is going to be coming to an end. I thought Brink has actually pulled itself back from the brink. I was about to hit the eject button on this. I'm surprised you did two weeks ago. Yeah, because you said, "Man, I'm I'm out. Fuck this thing." Like when they got to Z Pack and his adventures and with the British. Yeah, whatever they were. And I'm with you. That was bullshit. It was just dumb. And like even uh, the Secretary of State was like, it got crazy with him and. Uh, a Jack Black, uh, and I just like stopped caring. But like these last two weeks, like they they got me back when the United States accidentally blew up the person that they put in power nonviolently. Yeah, as he was lighting his cigar, and yeah, like I'm like tragedy. that's pretty delicious. Uh, yeah, and I, I have to keep reminding myself that these are caricatures for a reason. It's a fucking satire. And the, the Z pack get over this, the over the top the, stuff. Man, it's like I, the problem stemming from mostly the Z pack character because. Like, his crazy bigamist family thing, like, none of that stuff was... In, like, him being a drug-dealing Air Force pilot yeah. who constantly gets fucked up and gets put in the line of duty is a funny conceit. I love the cliffhanger for the latest episode. And they're bringing it back around. I'm yeah. really enjoying that. And Ballers, I just enjoy the hell out of. It's it's a lot of fun. It's entourage with a social conscious, but they're always ready to pull their punch. Like, The Rock almost has to deal with a debilitating neurological condition. Mm -hmm. His client almost gets blackmailed. You know, he almost has this existential angst dealing with a guy who hates him forever for crippling him. But then, nah, nah, little Wayne plays. Everybody just fist bumps and it's it's good again. And The Rock turns on his thousand megawatt smile and and you bump down the strip and everything's all right. Yeah, but it's, it's a fun ride. Do you think they're ever going to... Like, I think this current plot line with the guy trying to make a comeback, do you think yeah, that he is going to get fucked up? Like, either physically debilitated, neurologically yeah. debilitated by a hit. 
I think maybe that's is that end, a cliffhanger? End, end of season thing. Yeah. How, they only got one episode left, right? One? Isn't it? Is it like a 12 episode? Run? Oh, okay. So they got three episodes left. The so break- it started the exact same time the True Detective did. And that was an eight, eight episode run. So is it a 10 episode run? I thought it was 10. Last week and then this next week? Yeah, but it might be okay. 12. I don't know. Um, I thought maybe that they would have him be his triumphant comeback and be this season. The next season, they get a little dark with things. Um, but I really enjoy Maybe. that show. Like, I think, Me you know, I, I know that I heard a lot of people saying, like, why is Dwayne Johnson doing this right now? But I thought it's a great vehicle for him. And it's not like an action role. It's like, yeah, he was a football player at one time. He's a former athlete. And like, he he carries himself. I mean, I I think it's a perfect role for him, honestly. I do, too. Uh, I mean, I, I liked Entourage. I, I did. I did. Yeah, the, I, I watched the last season get, with you. Yeah, the the later seasons are bullshit. You're like Sessie about True Blood. You know, I'd like like yeah. watch one. She's like, oh, this is terrible. I'm like, I don't know. I kind of like the blood and the boobs. Like, I, I think you might like Entourage if you got into it at the start. It's um, pretty douchey though. It like, totally there's no do- social yeah. oh, conscious to that. No, come on. I'm not saying that. Like I'm just the biggest it's a quandary is like bros before hose violations. Yes, that's totally. The, that's the biggest thing uh-huh. that can happen to a person. And like, I think it's interesting to track like a, a star's career through the ups and downs. Huh. Um. In, in television form. Huh. I think that's cool. Um, same thing they're doing in the football version right. of it. Yeah. Uh, and, you, you know, this is made by the same people. It's not like it's a big departure from that. Uh, she is Geeky says, I'm off to Boston for Walker Stalker Con tonight. Any tips for first time con goer? There's a Walker Stalker Con? In Wait, Boston. Wh- what weekend isn't a Walker Stalker Con happening? It's true. <laughs> they're, they're, they are, uh, they're taking over these streets like a farmer's market, man. Uh, Have a plan. Yeah. That's my thing. Look over the schedule. Because here's what I want to do. First time con mistake is to just vacillate. Yeah. Like, I don't know what you'll I want. You'll end up doing and nothing. And, and you'll end up doing nothing, and then you'll be prepped. But I, I kind of feel like that's everyone's first con. Go. you got to go there and just be overwhelmed. Yeah. And, and know and what you it want. In. You know? Um, and, and, and figure out what you want to do so your second time is more successful. See what's on offer. Yeah, but try yeah. like um there's usually a podcasters panel. I don't know if they're still doing that, but like if Jason Cabisi is doing a meetup, he's a really cool dude and you can get a lot of yeah. the, if you want to talk like in depth uh on zombies and stuff like that, then look him up. He's probably having a listener meetup if he's still a fil- I don't even like He is. He okay. Is. He still goes to all those. Um, the some of the less like I think the big star panel, like some of the big star panels, are fun to go to. Yeah, but there's a lot of star panels that are not, especially the ones that have a bunch of audience participation, are just bullshit mm-hmm. because it's people asking like, "What's your favorite way? If you could have one zombie weapon, what would it be?" And like, there's a bunch of shit that I don't think is personally interesting. But some of the B side panels, like you know, so the the most fun I ever had was on the panels was the. Uh, they had a philosopher. Yes. They had like a philosopher, a scientist, a theologian, and uh, some pop culture guy that had a roundtable debate about what zombies in our culture mean. Yeah. Um, and tracing its roots, and I found that like super interesting. And it was lightly attended, and it was it, I like I felt like the audience could have like they were part of the roundtable because you could just go up and ask a question, sure, and get some thoughtful responses. So if they have stuff like that, the behind the scenes people. Um, it's really cool. Uh, spend the time to walk around the floor because there's a lot of really cool like art and 
um, side projects and stuff. I can't, I can't. Unless you're really like, I don't know if Andrew Lincoln's going to be there, but unless you're really just into hearing Andrew Lincoln in person, don't go to his panel. Really? I, think he, I thought he was funny. <laughs> but but that's, he is entertaining, but you can get that in any interview with him. And the people and he loves, are, he the loves questions the fans, that too. he's asked are complete bullshit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if if you're the talking moderators about do the a good level, job, but they they need to like this. I think they need to kill the Q, the fan Q and A. I know it's so popular, or no, they don't kill it, but they need to have s- pre-submitted questions. Yes, that yes. that people can can ask themselves. I'm fine with that. Like, oh, can we have nope. X come up nope. to the mic and ask nope. this question? Because as soon as those fuckers get in the mic, it's all about <laughs> let me give you your hand knitting thing, and oh, can I have a hug? And oh, so my sister's dying of cancer, which is yeah. probably bullshit, and she needs. Would you say a prayer for her or something like it, that? Or yeah, like, I need you to autograph these five copies of your yeah. things. So and I can then we sell take a eBay. ten minute break for him to do that. It's, it's terrible, man. Like, so the I, more I, famous the person is, the less you're going to get out of a panel. Frankly. Like uh, oh, okay. Chad yes, Coleman yes. and Melissa McBride's panel last time I Pretty went cool. was amazing. Pretty cool. Because they talked about a lot of character motivations and stuff like that. They also crucially didn't do a lot of Q&A. <laughs> That's true. Uh, um, th- but there was a mix of like, I just want a hug from Melissa McBride because yeah. I'm a 12-year-old girl and I like you. Yeah. Uh, but then there was a lot of dialogue about their characters too. Yeah. I mean, it's, it depends a lot about the moderators and how much control they have. Um, I thought I thought not to toot my own horn, but I thought I did a pretty good job with Brienne because I went in. Yeah, I thought so too. I went in knowing like I I you, you, like I don't want to get stuck with a bunch of like if I have a bomb listener question then I got two or three on point ones to get the conversation back mm-hmm. and pump the brakes on all you people. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I mean that's but you never know kind of what you're gonna get from those. Those panels, unless you judge them by how popular the star is. And the more popular, the more I think people are incentivized to act a fool on the mic. Yeah, the more shallow it's going to be. To ask for the hugs and Mm -hmm. to do all that stuff and just like... So the most important thing I would say is have a plan. Look at the schedule. um, Decide what you want to do. What's most important to you. Like, are you the kind of person who wants to see all the cool things that are on sale? Like all the unique, like fucking zombie cupcakes that are oh, on sale those, those things cool. were amazing and delicious and, and delicious yeah are are you someone who enjoys the the experience of being at the con maybe you want to go check out the rv that they've got hanging out outside yeah. you know dale's RV. get inside there and and really see some of the sets and stuff like that mm-hmm. um or are you a person who wants to have the experience of listening to stars talk maybe uh-huh. you want to go to a lot of panels yeah um, I'd also advocate. No one can be told what the convention is. Bring a bottle of water Red because that shit pill. is expensive. Yeah, uh, and you can refill it to water fountain. Maybe pack your own lunch or walk a, like a block away and like eat. Because Boston's a beautiful town with bring lots a, of great. Bring places. a flask. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I wonder where they're having it. Not the not the uh, BCC, not the Heinz right? probably. Maybe the Heinz. I don't know. Because hmm. Heinz is pretty big. It's so big. It's like way too big for the. Walker Soccer Con. Hi, wait, is Heinz where they had the had PAX East the second is the year? BC or the first year? is what I'm talking about. The ones like a cavernous aircraft carriage just goes on and on. That's and the on. second year. Yeah, the That's Heinz. The, the Heinz at PAX East was too small for the crowd that it had. Yeah, I thought was that the first PAX East? Yeah, really? I think so. Huh? Yeah, I can't remember. I I don't remember it being. I remember it always being so much bigger than PAX Prime because PAX Prime is tiny. 
yeah, way smaller. for as many people as go to that. Uh, let's go on to the next one. Dan G says, did you ever hear about Christopher Knight? He lived in the woods in Maine for like 30 years as a hermit. Everything I've read makes me love the sound of the life. Uh, yeah, man. Like that. Is he the one who built Walden. the castle? There's like some, some guy watching a documentary once who built, hand built a fucking castle out of rocks and mortar. There's a guy here in Ohio that did that. We actually kayaked past That's right. it. Yeah. Built this big ass castle just from I would love rock. to do that. Like, if That'd I got stranded cool. on an island, that's the first thing I would start doing. Castle. You just go Minecraft like, with I, it. You know, I'd build the lean-to, <laughs> but I'd keep it very rudimentary, and I'd start on my Plowing main the dwelling. Palace. Sure, yeah. sure. Why not? Why not? Uh, I, yeah, no, I, so my retirement plan is to get, like, a 28-foot boat, sailboat, and just live on it. And you're, you're not building a castle, then. No, but I'm saying, like, I like the hermit, castle. I like the hermit life. To be like with one, you know, or you know, when like, Bald Move makes five million dollars and we each, I don't even need that much money div- to do it. That's it the up. thing. That's true. Like, I mean, I just, but you, so you're fuck- not going to be making money on a boat, right? No, you need enough money to at least supply yourself to for the food. rest of your life. I need to be yeah. able to buy food and like clothing, but you know where that stuff is cheap in the Caribbean and the Bahamas true. and the Virgin Islands. Yeah, go to Jamaica and get some Jamaican jerk beef. Yeah. Like, you know, it's chicken, like, it's like so chicken. spend a couple years getting your sailing chops in, like, the, the waters of the Gulf of Mexico. In Lake Michigan. <laughs> well, and yeah, you can yeah. start off Lake Michigan yeah. and sail all throughout the lake, because that stuff's all connected. You could sail out of Lake Michigan, go down the coast, mm-hmm. uh, wrap around Florida, go through the Keys. You could play in the Bahamas, the Caribbeans. When you get badass, you can sail down, go through the Panama Canal, try to uh, try what's, to round South America, go up the West Coast. What's your drink of choice on the, the Rome. sail? Always rum. Come Just on. straight rum? Rum, no, straight no, rum. Like rum but no mojitos, no like... Rum. Why would you dilute that coladas? shit? Why would you dilute that shit? You're going to have... You're not going right, to... You're, you're living the pirate lifestyle. I am. Straight I am. up rum. I am. You're going to be... You're gonna have a barrel of citrus just to make sure you don't get scurvy. Like, my 10-year plan is to get enough blue water sailing chops that you can cross the Atlantic... And then go into the Mediterranean and do That's it again a for a couple voyage, of years. Because you know you're going to get stuck in a storm. Well, and the Atlantic just is a bitch. But that, sure. the thing about the Pacific is there's tons of pirates. Like, I'm never going, like, to Africa. Yeah. You got not to, going to Indochina. If no, you're sailing in Asia, yeah. you better be good. what, you, what I'm saying. You better, you better be, carry weapons. Yeah. You better be pretty sure you can outrun those no, pirates. No, they jack ships with, like, dudes with guns and stuff. Like, I no, I don't want any yeah. part of that. I don't want any part of that. Uh, what was that Tom Hanks movie? Cap, not Castaway. Castaway, yeah. No, no, no. The other one. That's the other the, the boat volleyball movie. one you're talking about. Uh, Captain something. Captain Jack. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Captain Phillips. Captain Phillips. Yep. Um, it? Yeah. No. It's that the Somalis are 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 no joke. Yeah. So. Um, so stick to the Atlantic. My other plan was be like a cabin, like build a very small cabin. In the in the woods, cabin in the woods, like a little mm-hmm. a frame or like one of those like little ten by ten jobs, and just live off the grid. Off the grid's another big fantasy of you mine. Know, I solar power and I have those fantasies as well. I don't think I could actually do it. A, I don't have the skills. I would die within. You live such a Spartan weeks. lifestyle anyway. Why do you think you couldn't? If you had any, so you you couldn't go without internet or television. But if you had internet and television, why couldn't you just live in a cabin? I just don't think I have the skills. Like, I'm ordering food in every day, right? Like, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm going to... to Chipotle every day. Where's the Chipotle on my exotic island? That's true. I'm fucked. I can't even open a coconut. You would have... <laughs> Forget <laughs> about it. You would have it. to learn to cook. Uh... I mean, I, I can cook, but I need... Where do the ingredients come from, right? Like, I don't have the survival skills necessary mm. 
Yeah, I couldn't move away from like an I, island. Yeah, I get you start hunting deer. I don't know how to trap do any local of that. Game. How do I do it? Google. I guess I buy a gun. How right? do I hunt before the thing? I leave? No snares. It's all about the snares. No, I don't want any primitive shit like that. All you gotta do is watch Survivor, man. Like six episodes, you're set. Uh huh. Sure. You're I'm gonna set. be making shoes out of my shirts, <laughs> and then I'm gonna go. Why am I sunburnt? Uh, no. You you kill the animals. You make the shoes out of the animals. That's how. You, if you're making out of your shirt, okay. that's 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 literally taking a shirt off your back to put shoes I, on your feet. I know. I feel like it's a good trade off, though. Okay. Uh, enough of the hermit shit. <laughs> Uh, Anthony Beseech clarifies both the Breaking Ballers are 10 episodes so yeah like I don't feel like they got enough to make a dark turn hmm. for at least that character it's gonna be I think I feel like everything's gonna set up like on Easy Street next year is gonna be the Empire Strikes Back ooh um, it's dark let's see Freddie C says have either of you guys been Spencer's his father <laughs> it's gonna be bad news have either of you guys been parasailing? Did that for the first time this last weekend. Not no. intense at all, but great water. Now, parasailing is where you're actually like on a surfboard with like one of those shield shaped things. I or is parasailing because I've also seen the I guys on a surfboard with is... like the handheld parachutes, and and that's like a sail that they're being drug along the water in. I thought parasail. Mm, okay. That is windsurfing. Good question. So that's I what John Kerry did. Yeah, windsurfing is the one where you have the mast and you've got the... But it's a surfboard, essentially. Yes. And that looks cool. I thought parasailing was when you're towed behind a boat and you go up in the air. Yes, I have. If that's the, the case, I, I have done that. I really want to do that. It's cool. I want to do that. I want to skydive. I'm, like, deathly afraid of both of those things, but I will do them. The thing is with parasailing is, like, you have no sensation of movement at all. Like you would swear that you were stationary fixed. Going thirteen miles an hour. You're it feels like you're going faster than that. But it's just like you don't get jerked up and it's just you just you just slowly and then there you can tell the boat's hauling ass down there, but there's like not a lot of extreme wind and it's like being in a a balloon, right? Yeah, really. Really. It was really cool. I did that in Florida once. Um That would be cool. It would be I would love to do that. It would be cool. I bet that's so much it's cause it's expensive. I bet it's like if if you live in a coast and you've got that operation, I'm sure the insurance and the fuel probably eat you alive. But my God, you got to be making money in the summer, hand over fist. Yeah, or somewhere where it doesn't really get cold. Yeah, like Florida, you could do that all year round. Florida, the Bahamas, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, yeah. Go south of the equator. Um. And she is geeky. Just not all the way south. Is think, thanking us for advice, and she's packed snacks. And it's Weston on the Waterfront Convention Center. Huh. Okay, so it's it's actually Still a hotel. hotel. That's yeah. that's more uh, the Walker Stalker cons uh, up up to speed. Yeah, how many people speed, go to that? Speed fifteen thousand. I have no idea. I have no idea what the gate is. Whereas a PAX is like seventy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, PAX like. I've been to Walkstarker Con in over a year. I don't know if they're getting yeah. bigger or if they've kind of plateaued or what. Got tired of spending a thousand bucks to go. But like I would say panel. that the first roughly it was twice as big the second year in Atlanta. Uh like in maybe in the ten thousand range. And that's the big it's gotta be by far the biggest one. Because that's the one so, where yeah. they got all the stars there and they're doing filming and you can go tour film locations and all that shit. Um yeah, man. Speaking of Walking Dead, dude, I listened to the Sepp and Wall and Feinberg podcast, and they are tearing it to pieces. Fear the Walking Dead. They're like going at it like zombies. Uh, they said Should the teenager characters are terrible. They say that the first thing is shot in L.A. and it's very cool. And, and but then the second episode, they start shooting in Vancouver. 
and you can totally fucking tell uh, it's like just feels really cheap and shitty and why would you do that with save money a spinoff for the biggest show on television they're making money hand over fist I, with but how Dead. do you film in la with the scenes you need to get that's I mean, true, like, tough. I don't care what your budget is. That will eat you alive. How do you film in Vancouver, though? Like, I, I get that they get tax breaks. This is Vancouver. Shutting down streets shutting in Vancouver down... are much easier. It is. It's not L.A. It's easier, but it's still not easy. That's like saying filming in Cincinnati is cheaper than New York City. Like, it just is. And sure. uh, but, but on the other hand, it doesn't look like L.A. And you it doesn't look like a crowded major metropolitan city like they filmed lost in hawaii because it they wanted it to fucking look tropical you go up to the mountains of california you're not going to get that you go to the woods of georgia sometimes it works as i i was always very impressed that they were able to film justified in california and have it until it didn't work yeah there's a couple times with the trees and and but but honestly like a lot of the you know northern california stood in for uh Rural Kentucky. Rural Kentucky fairly well. In a way that, like, I don't know. I filming filming on location is the best. Like, you know, Breaking Bad, honestly, that's the best. Fargo. Yeah, lost. Filming that up in the, you know, northern Midwest where it's cold as shit and you got real snow. That's the way to go. Can't You can't film Fargo in Burbank. <laughs> Just doesn't work. Probably not. Uh, so what else we got? Oh, shit. Have you heard Flight of the Concords? Are doing a movie if you've seen them. I oh, have I've not. seen them. Really? Seen the whole, seen the whole series. Yeah. What is it? Fight of the Concords? Brett, yeah. So it's an HBO series um, with these couple of like. Yeah, have you heard the the Business Time song? Uh, so it, it's a band. It's a two man band. I'm looking who's at it. It's like a parody comedy band. I'm looking at them. And they do. It, it's Brett and Jermaine. I don't know if that's the real names or if that's just their characters in the show, but it's basically the story of them trying to a New Zealand based comedy band. Yeah. Hmm. Brit. I you know, if I would think that I would have seen them in other things, and these guys don't look recognizable at all. Oh. Have you seen Eagle versus Shark? No. Okay. Well you I know think what I do Jermaine think Jermaine is in that as well. I think I have seen this Brett McKenzie someplace. Okay. He's, He's... the one with the big hair, right? Like the big looking fro sort of thing. He was in Lord of the Rings as an elf escort. The Simpsons. Oh, why not? The Muppets movie. No, he's a musical supervisor for Man or Muppet. I'm trying to think where I've. They write a bunch of silly parody songs. Oh, he was a named elf in the Hobbit film too. But I don't think I would have seen him from there. Hmm. He's the music supervisor in all the Muppet, new modern Muppets movies. Okay, no, I don't know these guys from Adam. All right. Well, it's it's really. Is it good? Would I enjoy it? <sighs> it's surprise. It's pretty dry. Uh huh. Like it has almost a British. Is it more of a Spinal Tap type of thing? Like, is that the kind of feel they're going for? No, no. I don't. I don't know how to describe it. I mean, it's it's all kind of based around their they're funny comedy songs. Huh? So you'll have like just these characters who are in these sort of funny situations, but then they write songs about it mm. and the songs themselves are funny. Like, 
uh, Joko type of funny, or is it like uh, yeah. those other jackasses that yeah. are with them where it's not that funny? No, kind of like Joko funny. Okay. Um, you know who I'm talking about? It's Paul and Storm. Yeah. Like Paul and Storm is funny the very first time you go to him, and then it's like, nope, I never want to see these guys again. Yeah, the fourth time you see them. Uh, I, I don't know how to describe it, man. Okay. It's just it's a, a parody comedy band with a show based around their struggle to make it big hmm. and right. relationship issues and stuff like that. But not in like the Louis C.K. way, not in like the very serious, like here's real relationship problems and I'm going to write about those and make them funny. All right. It's I'll, more like over the top relationship stuff. OK, I from this discussion and not going to set. And 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 squeal my tires and watch I, the show. I don't know that you would like. Are you it. excited about the movie? Yeah, I okay. like the show a lot. All right, because that's the thing is like we don't have identical senses of humor. There's, I, I'm not sure exactly Certainly where not. the disconnect is, but there is a certain thing where like there are some things you don't find funny and vice versa. Yeah, uh, I think that's why true there because even Cecily and I we're like pretty much night like mapped onto each other except for she doesn't like Archer. I don't like Amy Schumer. The stuff that we were watching the other night was not funny to me. Yeah, okay. I get that. And like she but liked Kimmy like Schmidt, Amy Schumer, and I didn't right? like Kimmy Schmidt. But I do like Amy Schumer. Okay. We're like some kind of weird Venn diagram. I need to I need to figure it out. Yeah. Uh thanks for doing this for lunch. Uh next time I, I'm I'm uh I've got in my back pocket my thoughts and observations after seeing Fifty Shades of Grey last night. Yeah, you said don't let me forget to talk about that. Well, we we today. had so much fun talking about sailing and all this other you shit. You want to bring it up? No, nope, I'm, I'm going like to put it in my top 41 list. 42 minute mark here. No, cuz I'm so hungry, dude. I haven't okay. eaten yet and I, I thought we were going to eat before we did this. I've had a lot of whiskey though, so I'm good. We can't, Oh, really? Well, maybe <laughs> I just need to start drinking. Um Indeed. But yeah, no, when next next time or one of these times when I don't have anything to talk about, I will These these are evergreen. Like, you know, okay. the, the DVD for fucking sh- Fifty Shades has been out since, like, May. <laughs> I just happened to get a wild hair, and uh, Ceci and I have to go to work today. So, Would like, you still podcast from your castle? From your makeshift castle? F- sure, of course. I have okay. to, because I'm with you. I cannot live without the internet. Yeah. I, I am not the Unabomber. Uh, <laughs> I want to be away from everybody and I want, in, surrounded by natural yeah. beauty, but I need 4G. I, I want... I need all the Gs. Human interaction, but I don't want human contact. <laughs> Yeah. Like I don't want to meet. Yeah. I don't want to meet people in person to talk about shit, but I do want to communicate. I want human contact separated from the vile, fleshy husks. Yeah. That we are encased in. All right. So podcasting from your castle on a remote island. To- totally, totally acceptable. ideal circumstance, or the from pirate, your boat, the right? Pir- the pirate radio station, like satellite uplink. Yeah. Like I. I had this like fantasy of like moving to Beaver Island because they have like an island radio boat station. Life. That's kind of like a pirate type of deal. Huh. I don't think it's like maybe officially blessed by the FCC. But how cool would it be to have like a pirate bald move station? Pretty cool. Like, you know, like we could do that right now. We have enough catalog. We could probably program a goddamn whole year's worth of primetime stuff. And it'd just be like throwbacks to Breaking Bad and all that stuff. But there would be something on the air that's better than the shit that you're not getting from the mainland because you only get mm-hmm. like. A very few radio stations because you're in the middle of Lake Michigan. Sure. But um, no, that, I think that would be cool. Have a pirate Beaver Island. Or if you're on a sailboat, have a pirate, like a mobile pirate yeah. broadcasting station. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That shit's real. All right. Thanks for joining us. We will see you guys next time. Yep. See you. Bye.